0: Welcome to the Creative Marketing Show with your host, Rosh Sillers. Welcome. It is great to have you here. My name is Rosh, and this week we're going to talk about, in podcast show number 416, we're going to talk about how I got my first customers. Now, there are four different stories that I'm sharing with you today. Uh, one had to do with my first customer in photography. Actually, two of them were related to photography. One was when I worked for a very large photography company. I wasn't a photographer, but I was actually in sales at the time. Uh, the first one was me as a young photographer. Then my first customer with a company that I helped build, a digital marketing company. And then the next one is my first customer when I was a uh, just starting off my digital firm on my own. And so that's what we're going to talk about. I'm also going to share some news, some interesting ideas, and then, of course, ask answer questions uh, that you guys may have in the very end. But first, I want to get into the topic at hand, which is how I found my first customers. And uh, you know, it actually looks like I have a little glow. I think I cleaned the screen, and it's you can it's affecting the. Um, Video. So, no, I'm not using softening filters, although I probably could use it, huh? Uh, But anyway, we'll go from here and uh, continue on with the, the video. Those of you who are listening on SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, thank you so much. Make sure you share these podcasts or videos with others, um, it really is helpful to get the word out. And of course, to keep the show viable. If you, if you actually, if you comment and you, you like or star, or whatever you do and share, it actually helps the show. It's, it's as, good as good as currency. So um, if you find value, please do so. Okay, so my first, my first customer as a photographer, how did I get my first customer? Well, I did get a a number of customers related to networking when I first started off, but my first real customer as it related to advertising. um, What I did is I had the opportunity to work with a newspaper and I put ads in the newspaper to get my customers. But there's an interesting thing that I learned along the way. My first ad my first ad was long, detailed, and pretty much described everything that I do as a photographer at the time. And, and it, was, it was pretty big this was really a pretty big ad uh, considering, uh, just full of text. And it, it did OK, um, but I, I didn't get my first job from it. The phone started ringing off the hook when I simplified the ad. Tremendously. All, all we did, and I worked with the people at the newspaper. And what, what they did is they put like a marquee around, like little dots, lights. Like there was in the my name was in lights, and just put photographer in big letters, and then just my name and my phone number. So there are three lines, and my name, photographer, and bigger letters, and then my phone number. And it worked. That was the best ad that I had ever produced or created in print because it was so simple. And I found that to be the case with advertising in all formats moving forward. Simplicity, getting to the point, don't overwhelm people with information. Tell them what they want to see. And and I wanted people to we're looking for a photographer, and this was a community of people. I wanted them to, you know, know, consider me as their photographer. And most people would have been looking for someone for maybe family portraits or weddings or things like that. And that's what I found. And uh, it, because of the newspaper, I didn't get much in the way of commercial calls. It was basically family stuff, which is what I was advertising for. So, also, where you place the ad makes a difference, too. Okay, the next one. The automotive studio. Now, this is an interesting story. I um, I started working for a very large automotive studio early in my career, and I wasn't a photographer. I was actually a rep, um, learning the business side of photography. And this is while I still worked for newspapers. Um, I was doing both, and I was even working in the darkroom. But I would spend a lot of time at this bigger studio, really on the other side of town, and I would. Uh, try to um, find new clients for these big automotive photographers. Now, I wasn't going after the automotive accounts. I was going after smaller accounts. And and so what I would do is I would call up art directors and I would call up creative directors and owners of different agencies and ask them, could I show the, the portfolios of the various photographers that I had? And so I'd go in and... You know, I, I, it took a while to learn how to show and put together the right portfolio. Eventually, um, after about three or four different um, meetings, maybe a little bit more than that, I, I met with a smaller company, but decent size. They had a number of really good brand name clients. And I I talked with them for a few minutes and I showed them the portfolio. And what I did at the end is what got me the opportunity. I I said to them, you know, I I, I mean, if you have a project at any point in time that you might have coming up, I'm happy to come back here and share some of these pieces that you can use as demonstrations as part of your presentation. And I didn't know it at the time, but that really got their attention. Now, it sounds like something that a lot of people would do, but I guess a lot of people didn't. They just kind of walked in and out and didn't really follow up or give give of themselves in some way to take an extra step to help them out to help them get more business. And so that did it. So that was the opportunity there. Taking the time to think about the client and how I could help them more than they could help me at least in the beginning. And they really did appreciate that and that worked out pretty well. Okay, the next way I got my first client during uh, was, was while I was trying to develop a brand new digital marketing company. Uh, I, I met a gentleman in a networking group who uh, had a business and it was, I was trying to grow my photography, but it didn't seem to be working out so well at the time because we we're in a great recession and said, hey, let's, let's get together and grow your company. And he was just a one man shop at the time and said, okay, okay, we'll do that. And so um, what I did was jump into the SEO, the SEO side, and I kind of SEOed up the site and made sure we had good title tags and really focused in on what the company was about. It was an already established website, and we found some different angles that we could kind of break through the noise in terms of SEO, things that we felt people were looking for but were not being addressed. And within a few months, we got a very large client who found us online. So the next step was finding, uh, setting ourselves up for success in Google. And this was about 10 years and people finding us online. And we got a lot of business by people finding our digital marketing company online in Google. So that's how we did that. The next one. The next way we uh, found uh, was, uh, let's see, for my digital company, because I eventually spun off my company. And so I found my first client in that situation through networking, traditional networking. It was actually, you may be familiar, you might have this uh, networking group in your town, network after work. And we found that, for that first client of ours, at network after work. And you can go to a chamber of commerce. You can go to a lot of different places and you can, you can find new opportunities and connect with people. But if we take the lesson of how we, I got the uh, client for the automotive studio, and that was helping them succeed, looking for ways to help that person succeed. In other words, be more interested about them than about you getting work. And I think that is a really powerful way to approach networking is to be out there trying to support other people, and you will find opportunities coming around back to you. So, that's four different ways in which I found uh, opportunities, and four different ways starting different businesses. First one was an ad, and the second one was just actually going and doing presentations and caring about that customer. The next one was through search engine optimization. And the fourth one was through traditional networking. And wow, that all four of them have worked very well. Now I've gotten a number of opportunities through the years through social media, such as speaking, uh, book, my book deal, my first books, through social media. So there I have found opportunities through many different methods, some of them online and some of them offline. And that's why I think it really is important to have uh, a plan for both online and offline, continuously test and see what works. There's not always just one way to get clients. It's a combination of things, but usually there are some that are just the best for you. Uh, while we were trying to build that digital marketing company uh, right after the recession, SEO was definitely the number one way we were getting new business for at least the first year, maybe year and a half. As we started getting our, our feet wet and we started getting more involved in the community, then it became referrals. And that's kind of how I grow the business today is through referrals. And so when you get to that point, You know, I shared some ways in which I got new business in the very beginning, but over time you start to get the referrals. I think if you want more referrals, make it easier for people to refer you and give them the tools, give them the insight, the information, the easiest way to refer you. And not only that, as we talk about uh, developing our businesses, you know, having that call to action and telling people it's okay to refer me. I am open to referrals. If you hear somebody who needs this or has this pain point or that pain point, then, then think of me. But don't give them a list. Remember the first ad that I mentioned, the, the first the way I got business. It was when I took the time to narrow it all down. Not list, When I listed everything, I didn't get anywhere. But when I narrowed it down and just said, photographer, that's when I got business. And the same The same lesson is true today. Just tell people exactly the one thing that they need to look out for. And yes, there are 20 other things they could look out for to refer you. But the reality is they're not going to remember 20 different things. So if you give them one good one to carry with them, you'll have much more success. So that's, that's what I want to share with you today. Um, I'm going to answer questions in a few moments. I wanted to get into the news. I'm, I'm, I have been trying to reformat back into my old style of my podcast because I'm getting better again at posting the podcasts. Once again, again on uh, uh, iTunes and Stitcher Radio and SoundCloud and um, and Spotify. It's available on Spotify too, among other locations. Google Play. And so now that I have a better system again to upload and share, uh, I want to just get back to the podcast style. And then the rest of the week on YouTube, I can uh, do my regular videos. But if you want to catch me live, like some people do throughout this session, uh, make sure you catch me on Mondays. I will usually e- 2, 3, four Eastern Standard Time, I will go live. I often have a um, some kind of a uh, notification to let people know when I am going live. I usually update that early in the morning and you can check that out. Uh, If you ever wanna go to the the channel, just go to rosh.video and it'll take you to the channel. Okay, so here's something new that I thought was really cool. Uh, Google has a new shortcut. If you like using Google Docs, if you like using Google Sheets or um, maybe sites or forms, whatever it may be, all you have to do now is put docs.new um, or sheets.new. And if you do that, it'll take you to a brand new page. It's it's a nice shortcut I thought was really pretty cool. So consider that. Test it out. And uh, I have, and it's worked out pretty well. Um, let's see. In uh, 2000, oh, last month, Google announced that... Um, Wow. For the last quarter, the third quarter of 2018, this is really important because we just talked about SEO. And some people are asking, you know, is SEO still important? Should you really, you know, concern yourself with search engine optimization? And I'm going to have to say yes, because 92% of U.S. organic search visits were from Google and people are still searching and the number of people searching is still going up it's not going down it hasn't leveled off it's going to level off at some point now we used to say you know not 70 80% of searches were on google that was pretty standard for it's now up to 92 92% in other words google pretty much has eaten everyone else's lunch whether it's Yahoo or Bing. And that's pretty much what I see in my analytics. So something for you to consider. And that's why SEOs always talk about Google first and start focusing on trying to rank well in Google because one, you want to feed the big monster. And two, if you're ranking well in Google, you will probably rank well in the other search engines too. Okay, Uh, something of interest, those of you who use Dropbox, uh, they've expanded uh, paper to, they have a planning tool that allows you to create timelines now. So if you're using it for more of a project management system, you can create timelines on paper in Dropbox, which I find to be interesting. I've not tried it out, but uh, I've I've seen it work and uh, it's pretty cool. So um, that's something, and if you've had experience with that, hey, please let me know in the comments, in the chat, uh, and I also want to know your stories. How you got your first customer? I think that's pretty cool. That that's always helpful. Um, okay, uh, WhatsApp finally adding stickers. So some people wanted stickers in WhatsApp for a while, and now that is something that is available to you. And then, uh, lastly, on the uh, on the news front, Apple reported planning a global rollout of streaming tv series next year so that that's interesting more and more netflix uh amazon i have i have hulu i have netflix and i have amazon what do you have i'm curious um if you use any of those uh platforms to watch i mean i've been i've been out of cable for quite a while but more and more of everything is going to to video and customized services and even, I mean, you have YouTube TV. If you watch the World Series at all, you saw YouTube TV plastered all over the place. So streaming, uh, this is streaming, obviously, live. Uh, you, you're you gonna have more and more of this. And when it comes to marketing your company, you're just really gonna have to come to a video first solution. I just transcribed using otter.com. Um, AI, which I've talked about before, one of my videos turned into about 2,000 words and now I'm editing it and I'll release it on Wednesday. And it's the six truths of uh, channel building or social media. The six truths you need to understand when building a social media channel. And we talk about channel building quite a bit here on this channel. And that's an extension of that. And that was also a video. And the nice thing about this is, when I transcribe it, then I can go through and say, "Wow, I wish I said this in the video." Oh, I can now <laughs> in the in the blog post, and so I can expand and take out parts and kind of make it a better uh, overall piece of content. I think, at least at least for the reading format, and and so that's been very helpful. I've also noticed when I have done that, I I have created thumbnails for those videos, and I have not been embedding the videos in my latest posts. I've just created the, take the thumbnail and link it to the YouTube video. Now, some might say, wait wait a minute, for SEO, don't you need those videos embedded and so forth? And actually, if it slows down your page, the answer is no. But if it's linked to the video and, and people are finding value with it, I, I've found that um, it's helped those videos grow, but not necessarily totally because of the um, people going from the external source, but actually in search. Google's actually promoting it too, and even in suggested videos for some reason, just working out maybe that a little additional traffic that does come from the blog post is helping kick in the algorithm a little more. Could be, that could be it. Doesn't work every time, but I have noticed it for some key posts. So I think that is something to certainly consider. Uh, Maybe not just, Embedding your videos in blog posts, but actually just using the thumbnail, s- send them over to YouTube. It depends. Obviously, it depends on what you're trying to do. If you just want to keep people on your blog no matter what, that's fine too. But it's still a Google property. You know, and I think you can be rewarded for that. Okay. So, wrapping it up right now, any questions uh, related to growing your business? I'm always happy to answer them. I will catch you again next week, Monday. Eastern Standard Time, usually usually 4 o'clock. I started 3 o'clock this week. I'm going to try and clean my screen because it looks like I have a softening filter on there. And I did try to clean it, and this is what happened. But as I said before, I could probably use it. (laughs) Nice softening filter. Maybe I'll just leave it. That would be a great idea. Okay, next week, I new topics. I Check out the next videos at the end of this video if you're catching it on the replay. Some videos recommended for you. And if ever you have a question related to marketing, just type in Rosh or Sillers, R-O-S-H, and maybe SEO or Facebook or Instagram, whatever it is that you're trying to get more information on, just type it in the search box on YouTube. And chances are over 750 videos, I have an answer there for you. And I have more answers for you related to your business when I go live every Monday. So I hope to catch you again. Talk to you next time.